That's true. You've, you've held many. Although your first instinct whenever you get one is just, what can I, let me tap it and rub it. And <laughs> From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. It's the first show of 2016. Traffic fatalities down for the year 2015. Uh, from uh, 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 from 257 to 230. I don't know what they're spending on Vision Zero, but uh, boy, is it ever worth it. That's 27 people. 27 old, frail people or children that we otherwise wouldn't have. A lot of them get uh, run over by an MTA bus these days. Uh, a lot of, uh, like, like four of those in a row. Every 35 seconds, somebody gets run over by an MTA bus. Uh, joining me now, Jordan Davis, attorney. Is that true? Yes, that's a valid statistic. As far I got as hit by a bu- an MTA bus. That's, there's no way. Yeah, of course you did. It was your turn. <laughs> I, 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 when was this? It's just like, well, I'm turning. Yeah. I don't, you know, I'm huge. I'm a bus. I'm just gonna turn. And if there's somebody who's gonna get crushed, frankly, I'm in a union. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. And now they say, uh, yeah, they can't prosecute those things at all if they don't uh, leave the scene and stuff like that. They're good. They can run over somebody and kill them, and it's a ticket. <laughs> So watch out for the MTA bus. Also, anti-Muslim uh, hate crimes are down citywide as of uh, November 15th from 23 to 14. That's a, that's a big drop. Yeah, it's meaningless. But when the numbers are that small, they're meaningless. Yeah, well, it's less than 5% of the total uh, hate crimes. Oh, well, good for... I, <laughs> I guess bad you... for, because the, all the rest of them have to be Jews. <laughs> it's <laughs> there's a few I think uh when I brought it up to uh uh news for Mandy Samuel, she said it was probably gay people would be the the largest I group. can't imagine that I mean it still happens, but I can't imagine it's it's that big anymore, oh yeah, it's huge. I thought everybody had just given up on the whole just said, all right, gay people are gay, well, yeah, but there's a new category trans, oh yeah the, the uh Violence against transgender people has always been a problem. Yeah, but they started it. Yeah, going back to the, you know, going back to the Romans. And um, a star NBA player, a couple of Knicks uh, were robbed. Oh, my God. Uh, and a couple of naughty sluts came home with him and absconded. It was $750,000 worth of bling in the first case. $750,000 of jewelry is just a, a lot to have. Uh, Derek Williams of the New York Knicks Balls out partying at a meatpacking district nightclub while celebrating a win over the 76ers. 76ers are 3-32, and 32, <laughs> by the way, so keep that victory in perspective. <laughs> we beat a high school team. <laughs> Three females are uh, captured on video. Two, uh, excuse me, these, uh, it was only two, but there's three X's in that word sexy. Uh, they were they were something else. I thought they were pretty. I don't know if they're seven hundred fifty thousand dollars hot, but they're hot. Uh, they uh, are caught on the uh, like surveillance video, uh, the up and down club at the meatpacking district before heading downtown to the Tribeca bachelor pad of the Power Forward to lay the honey pot trap. That's that's P Town deception. 
used to rob the 24-year-old Nick. It cost a man a lot more than he planned. So, yeah, you ever been the victim of a honey a honey pot trap? Well, I've been I've been trying to be honey tramped, and it's uh, I can't convince anybody to do it to me. Yeah, you have to you have to like really you know look grandiose. I think you have to be thought, ostentatious with your wealth. I thought it was I thought it was more like a spy thing, like a politics thing. But no, apparently you can just steal regular money too. Yes, you can. and not only that, they use them sometimes for uh, like when they have somebody bump jump bail. Uh, the uh, the bond lady we have on Michelle Eskenazi. Yeah, who is the queen, uh, the bail bond queen? She uh, she'll often use that to to bring somebody in. Like uh, guys in a hotel room, they'll have a, a sexy lady come and knock on the door, and that's it. That's all it takes. Yeah, in this case, uh, they got away with a lot of money. The, the, he's six eight. This guy, forward for the Knicks, former first round draft pick. Do you follow NBA? I follow NBA in that I'm fairly certain I know what the B stands for. <laughs> <laughs> well, they they stayed overnight, I guess, uh, and then they uh, he woke up about four p.m. the next day, and, uh, and noticed all his stuff was gone. Yeah, this is actually. Yeah, uh, I saw a show. On ESPN, that was a uh, various um, athletes talking about how difficult it is because they're young guys, mm-hmm. and suddenly they get a huge amount of money, and they just don't know what to do with it, and so they just start buying gold. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a responsible thing. They start gold plating themselves. Mm-hmm. They do that. <laughs> They... Because the next story, the 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 next story, he's uh, you'll get to it. And he's he was just covered in in jewelry and gold and stuff. And Somebody named Clee Anthony Early, yeah. yes, Clee Anthony Early was was robbed and then shot later. It was horrible. Yeah, uh, yeah. He went to a strip club, Cityscapes, uh, in in Maspeth. You and I have been there many times. Uh, they were uh, they enjoyed the entertainment for a I while. Have my, he had a I girl. have a I have a club card. If yeah. I go there again this month, uh, I I get a free sandwich. That's I I I'm due for an upgrade. I think from bronze to silver uh, member. They went around one thirty. They had been out to dinner already, so he knew this woman. This was not apparently that uh, the honey trap kind of thing. He was he was no he was, no he was, no, he was, no. He had no. a lot of money. And he was showing it around and. Yeah, he like was said, he was wearing a lot of gold. He was throwing around money. He had to, this huge gold grill in his mouth. And they they didn't just rob him. They got in a car. He got in an Uber. He got an Uber, yeah. And they got in cars and chased them all around the city. Yeah, chased them down, boxed them in. Yeah. Yeah, one time the Uber it took off, and then they no. And then they got in front of him. The six guys got out with guns, one of them with a ski mask. And... They said, "Give me everything you got," and that's what he did. Nine grand. Yeah, uh, and then they still shot him. Yeah, and then and then yeah, for some reason they still shot him in the same knee that he just had surgery. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, he done. was out for most of last year. They must have been Sixers fans. And he hasn't. I don't think he scored a point in in uh, quite a while. Played twenty nine seconds against the Pistons. Yeah, scored held nothing. scoreless. <laughs> that's, that's not a lot of time. You got to give a guy a little bit of time. That's true. And he, he was on his way to scoring with this girl. That didn't even work out. He was. Uh, they were. They were having it. They were fooling around in the back seat. Well, yeah, of an Uber, which uh, is just the safest place to do that. 
Because those drivers are vetted and vetted. Well, yeah, the, the, the driver there, not the issue in this particular case. No, although the driver, I don't understand. They said the driver got away from them once. Yeah. And then continued on and got boxed in later. When he got away from them, the first one, why didn't he just drive straight to a police station? Oh, he's probably illegal. Because he wanted, because he wanted, they were fooling around in the back and he wanted to get more of that on tape. Uh, take the scenic route. Or <laughs> maybe he's in on the whole thing. I don't think so. He Probably was not. he was quite horrified. Apparently, yeah. well, we you know the, this being the beginning of a new year, we have last year as the uh, you know uh, the second annual uh, New York City Crime Awards will be uh, soon. You know, I guess we should get some nominations going and stuff like that. We have uh, a lot this year of uh, you know. I mean, truly, uh, I, I would say just. It's it's really a sensational kind of a kind of a year for for teachers, uh, a great year for murder. Uh, it's not the quantity; it's the quality. Murders down, I think, uh, or murder, yeah, murders no, up, shootings down. down. I can't tell what's going no, on. No, no, it's they'll they'll go. It'll just keep going down as the population gets older. Yeah, and well, and 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 also uh, the murder rate will go down. You mean? Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, Giuliani tried to take credit for it. Yeah. But it was Dinkins. It doesn't, yeah. But no, it, it just happens to be the fact that people stopped having as many children, and bur- and all the rates go down. Yeah. Well, and and also kids are not eating the same amount of paint chips that they used to, which had a big impact on it because those paint chip eaters were nothing but trouble. Uh, I yeah. then they have kids. Now you're a second generation paint chip eater. What are you gonna do with that? I don't know. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Well, there's like the old paint with chip. Yeah, off. I understand. Okay. <laughs> <coughs> well, the New York City Crime Awards are presented to those individuals who best exemplify, uh, you know, the qualities. Uh, the, the NY uh, the NYC Crime Award uh, presented each year to the to the uh, New York City Crime Report Educator of the Year, perhaps the most prestigious. <laughs> it confers upon its winner the illustrious distinction having uh, of having taken the abuse of the privilege of their position to new heights of having made a, a perfect mockery of the public trust that a kind of living sarcasm can be discerned in the contours of the hard ironic mirror they hold up to things that are good <laughs> of having broken new ground in a field so well plowed to even be nominated is in the truest sense an honor and as Shakespeare said is not a dubious honor still an honor after all, uh, Twisted Educators, society's sorest for uncle. Last year's winner of the New York City Crime Report, Educator of the Year, set a new standard, lighting up uh, switches and activating sequences that we'd previously only read about in the apron of the machine. A Brooklyn High School teacher, 45-year-old Sean Shaynak, known to many of his students as Shay Shay, uh, he was just sentenced. He will serve five so years behind the, bars. Wait, he was the winner last year? Yeah, last year. Yeah, okay. for, yeah. yeah. And, and he was just, and he was now just finally sentenced. Yeah. Yeah, the wheels of justice, right? He, he did a lot of stuff. He took a plea deal, uh, kept him. He, he could have potentially done 25 years in prison just on the top charge kidnapping. Now, why is it kidnapping? Just because you take somebody across state lines. Yeah, I was wor- I didn't understand that when I read it because there's, there's you know, taking someone across state lines for immoral or illicit purposes. Mm-hmm. And then there's kidnapping where you, you know, you take someone against their will. Yeah. Um, 
I think that's what she was alleging. Or maybe when you're a certain age, you don't have the ability to give consent. Well, yeah, but this girl, all a lot of the girls believe they're in love with him. Yeah. And didn't want to have anything to do with his prosecution at all. That's true. They, some of them still call. Yes. Like, come on, Sean, <laughs> we love you. Which I don't get at all. He's a bow tie wearing marrying, uh, man uh, of, of uh, 45. He's not, he's in no way, he's in no way special at all, which is why he has to prey on children. Because to children, I mean, having a, Having a driver's license is a big, big, big deal. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think it takes a little more than that. You can drive at night. You have to smoke cigarettes. Yeah, that helps. He uh, he was a smoker, and uh, he was uh, somebody who enjoyed illicit sex of all kinds. He he took a teen to a nude beach. He took uh, he had a sexual relationship with the teen that included taking her out of state gay themed sex club. Yeah, I didn't understand that. Where she was forced to watch him be serviced by other men i don't understand treated to the site of her teacher yes, yeah i don't getting down i don't understand how you force somebody to look at you well it's you know you know what that is that's a that's a use of uh, verbs uh that uh comes with uh the the you know that, that that's so you know for sure who the enemy is you know you have to know who the bad guy is he forced her to do it yeah and i don't think he forced her to do it, but you know she had she was unable to consent that's for sure yeah so in a sense or she apparently she wasn't unable to consent because he spent a lot of time waiting for girls to turn 17 yeah that was that's i feel like that's the long game though you know yeah you really have to that you can't be suddenly overtaken with lust you have to really be playing it yeah you're, you're <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's in a way it's even worse you know and that it's it certainly wasn't a, wasn't an accident. Well, it's it's worse, but it's it's I you know I commend his his stick to itiveness. I commend his I commend him on the the hours he put in on this. Well, and that's why he is the educator of the year for two thousand and fourteen. Well, because you know, like um, he he had that kind of determination. He also uh, well, he was a very colorful guy. Uh, he he's an aeronautics teacher. Which yeah, he has a he has a pilot's license for a little while, and they and they said that he might lose his pilot's license because he's a sex offender. Which I don't. How did the what did he do anything to a plane? <laughs> That's there's something about being a sex offender that they're just like, yeah, you can't fly. No, we cannot allow that to happen. Be a pilot. You're not good enough to do that anymore. You're so terrible, they won't let you uh, operate a, a plane. Up there in the air alone. Yeah, you, we can't. You could, be, you could be doing anything. You could take, yes. You could, you could be um, forcing a girl to watch you have gay sex. So now, so he can't, with, yeah. With, uh, well, you know, Travolta. Uh, so anyway, uh, he pleaded guilty to nine of the 37, uh, 36 counts against him. Yeah. And uh, five years in prison. That's going to be a long time. He'll never teach again. No, no, actually, that was the best part of it, was when they finally caught him, he said, oh, I'm not going to teach again, and I didn't have tenure, and so, yeah, he got me, screw you. Yeah, yeah he kind of thought he was going to lose his job anyway, I think, and so that yeah. might be why he was on such a tear, however, because he was on, on a conditional teaching license, and the Department of Education wasn't going to renew it, he probably didn't realize the thing about state lines, <laughs> and that... 
Oh, yeah, you could do some serious time. Well, that guy is uh, locked up now. And uh, the investigation, uh, you know, began in 2014. Uh, it's just a curious thing. He sent a teen a nude picture of himself. That's how the whole thing started. Sure. You got to be careful with those nude pictures on Snapchat even. And, uh, yeah, and then there you go. They, you have to be careful with kids, though, because they get attached. Mm-hmm. And they don't, uh, and they, and they have poor judgment, which is one of the reasons you're not allowed to have sex. But they have poor judgment, and then the, you know, no matter how much you say, this has to be a secret. Oh yeah, that's sort of the yeah. They won't. Come on. You want to know my favorite state line story? Mm-hmm. It's from. Uh, Does it involve Chuck Berry? I wish it did. Mm-hmm. But uh, so this was. Well, it's all while the story's going on. Imagine the strains of Johnny Be Good playing behind it. Okay. <laughs> Should I do that now? <laughs> so uh, this, is, uh, this is decades. I think it was in the 1920s. And the husband and wife ran a brothel. They owned a brothel. And the girls had apparently done very well and been very good. So they wanted to take them on vacation as a as a present to them. So they took them across state lines so they could all go on vacation. They all vacationed together. And when they came, it was the act of coming back to go back to work at the brothel uh-huh. that was the crossing the state lines for an immoral purpose. Back to, back to the brothel? Yeah, back to the brothel. They were coming home from vacation. Like taking them, that's fine. Yeah, it's an immoral thing to come home from vacation. Yeah. Wow, how many how many women were the? Was, I have no idea. Was, so like, what happened? Let's say eight. <laughs> had a stable of eight. What happened? Because the I couple that pimps together. What happened was I was supposed to learn something about law mm. from that case, and I doubt I did because it was because I don't remember what the point. <laughs> Too fun and lurid, you know. And uh, uh, speaking of the prostitution thing, and and you know, I, I don't know if you know the lawyer. Uh, God, I can remember the Greenberg Howard Greenberg. He was uh, kind of legendary or whatever. He he represented these prostitutes, and he his thing was that they like it, so it shouldn't be wrong. Yeah, they make nice. a good living. <laughs> they do well. He called them hoes. He said they're happy hoes. They came in and testified. They said we don't. And it was a father and son pimp uh, tandem. Uh, those guys were were. Uh, they, I don't think they did. They they were up the, looking at a lot of time, and it didn't happen. So I guess there's ways around stuff. Yeah, two female teachers, uh, French teacher Cindy Morrow and Spanish teacher Alini Brito. This happened in 2009, and this newspaper— It continues to happen. It continues to happen. This newspaper is so excited about anything that happens with these women, and they just—and in stories that have nothing to do with them, Uh, they'll just bring them up again. I mean, it's just disgusting the way they'll find an excuse to talk about this, isn't it? They are— but let's proceed. Uh, they sneaked away from a school musical to a third floor classroom, got caught getting down, and spotted by school safety agents. Yeah. That they were they were partially undressed. One of them was between her legs. The other the other was topless. I like their excuse. Was that she had it? She'd felt dizzy, so she had to lie down. Yeah, and then she gave her mouth to puss. I don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah, she had a, a diabetes or something like that. Yeah. And she needed oh, some dizzy. some sugar, so they filed suit uh, against because they got reinstated. They did. They were fired, then reinstated because they said, "Hey, no kids saw it. They're chicks." 
<laughs> What's the difference? Let me mention, though, that um, they're absolutely right. So the story is they got they were fired. Yeah. They were they went to the suit or whatever. They, no, got, they filed for back pay. They were reinstated. Mm-hmm. And from the time they were reinstated, the school district and the principal has done everything in their power to make their lives miserable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Transferred them from school to school, taken away um, years into uh, service years, which is a big deal for teachers. Yeah. Has to do with tenure. Seniority rights. Seniority. They've both been reassigned to dead-end positions. Yeah. So these, so the they're these uh, lesbian teachers with poor judgment are absolutely right. Once they're once they're reinstated to their jobs, they got to be treated like like anybody else. Yeah. Now whether they should have been reinstated, I don't I don't know. But once they're there, they're there. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, Carmen Farina uh, was like, "Hey, well, I don't like them. I don't like this kind of thing yeah, going on, gonna... and and I want to be." And she stated that that was her. Uh, yeah, which is, I'm, I, she could sue. They could sue her just for that. I'm sure they will win. Yeah, they will win because it's the the they really did everything in their power to to make these women pay because they couldn't get them. To, fired anymore yeah they should have just kept them fired when they had the chance they it's, didn't have the chance they yeah, lost well they did they should have just said we're not going to reinstate you but i mean uh the, the thing about that is um the, once it's done it's done uh james high james madison high i'm sure they could have bought him off with james madison but they, high. they chose not to yeah. well the high is for horn dog a special ed teacher allegedly had carnal relations with a student every day for two months now they're not as bad as this guy for sure, 36-year-old Robert Kane seduced a girl in his participation in government class, yeah. allegedly. Then he allegedly engaged in daily sex with the teen in his office and a six-floor room. <laughs> I don't know why they put that in the story. And a six-floor room. Ooh, a six-floor. <laughs> Having sex with a teen on the sixth I floor. Mean, fifth is fine. Yeah, it was a, then they, he took her to a hotel. A Hot Sheets Motel, yeah. where, where he photographed their session. Special Commissioner of Investigation for City Schools, Richard Condon, was appointed to like kind of write up, or he wrote up a report, and it details the whole thing. Yeah, because this happened years and years ago. No, this wasn't all that long Oh, this ago. was 2014, right? Yeah, this was uh, this this guy. Yeah, and so they just got the report. But, but this is from Horndog High, the famous, yeah. why do you suppose... That 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 happens. That so many teachers at the same high school. We're talking about um, the 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 one. I mean, it's it's happened oh, at least no. six times. It's just the. It's what was it? The post or the? They're just being. They're just being. Bad journalists. I mean, you've got four incidents, spread over the course of five years, and they've just decided we're going to amalgamate them into one story, because once again. We found a reason to bring up the lesbian, uh, the lesbian French lady. Yeah, I tell you, the school is just filled with pervert teachers. I see what you mean. Yeah. No, that's the opposite of what I said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this guy, especially on the sixth floor, Jordan. Yeah. Um, Thirty-eight, married with two kids. Yeah, he met his alleged victim in September to start a school year. This is Kane. He uh, he joked with the girl. 
Sure. Chatted about classwork. Yeah. Family. He teased her and complimented her clothes and looks. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what that's I would do. That's how you get a teenager. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, they have they have tremendous self confidence. That's right. You take them up and you cut them down. You just you, you put them right where you want them at all times, and they don't know what to do. They said, "Well, I guess I got to have sex with this guy." We spoke. He also spoke about his young daughter. You know, he said yes. he spoke about his ongoing divorce and his lack of sex. I guess a teenager is who this works on, because anywhere else. <laughs> Come on, dude. That's what it was once again. That's what I mean. He can't. He can't apparently handle a relationship with somebody who's mature. So he's got or to find somebody. Maybe he just doesn't enjoy it. You know. I mean, like, there's a lot not to enjoy in that. Once again, oh man, he threw away so. It is such a pain to get a girl to to agree to marry you. Mm. That once you do, to then throw that all away. So quickly and so permanently, mm-hmm. uh, it, it seems t- to me it seems wrong. I'm not going to speak. I applaud it. For, I know. I think I think excellent job. I can't job. speak for anybody else but me. Well, you know, I mean, like uh, obviously his divorce was already in process anyway. That's what brought well, him that's to this what lowly he said state. To the girl. <laughs> I don't know. He whispered in his ear, "I'm having in her, her ear. ear." He did. He did. That's exactly what he did. He he he, uh, he came up to her. Um, she said she didn't want to see him depressed. By the way, you know that was yeah. her dad. So and in, in, he walked around to the girl's desk, whispered in her ear, and he said, "I have inappropriate feelings for you." Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, he was honest. Once again, she still thinks she's in love with him. S- still doesn't really want him punished. Left him alone. Uh, yeah. I mean, like he left her alone after that, and so she came to him. Came to the uh, to uh, to her uh, to his office. Hey, can you elaborate on that? Could you could you color that in a little bit? Could you what what can I? And then so he locked his office door and in response approached a girl from behind, and and uh, well it's I mean <laughs> I don't even like to say it. I just you know no it's so it's he it's g'd terrible. her he g'd her bees. You know, Actually no it, I got this con- I got this one confused. Because this is the one where she thought that he was cheating on her with other high school girls and got mad. Which and is often the case. Turned yeah. him in. That's, yeah. that's what usually happens. I think a lot of times when a boy is with a with a woman teacher, then what will happen is his girlfriend gets wind of it and tells the authorities. It's, it's always somebody tattling, usually a woman. It's Sometimes terrible the, the way people tell on, on other people for doing horrible things. Yeah. I agree. Uh, so he. Uh, I was. I've always been mad at the Red Cross for uncovering the Holocaust. <laughs> I mean, why do you have to? Oh, why do you have to bring that up? Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. Assuming it did occur, why? Steal Sarah Silverman's joke. <laughs> did she say that? Yeah, she said my grandmother, uh, my great grandmother died in the Holocaust. I'm sorry. Alleged Holocaust. Oh, that's a different. It's a Sarah Silverman. I'm going to give myself. Full credit. Okay. Uh, in December, she asked Kane if they could spend a day together outside of school, so she did do that. After after sexual intercourse had become a daily routine, you know how it is when, when you know, yeah. you've been in a relationship for a couple of years, it gets a little routine, or a couple of months, rather, with the teenager. So she's like, oh, you know, maybe we could take this up a notch. Let's go. And so he took her, he, he picked her up, drove her to a comfort inn yeah. in Brooklyn, and uh, this is where we would say, hot sheets. And in room 307, they had sex, and Kane took pictures. And uh, she got jealous after Christmas when, when some other girls uh, 
He saw some other girls in Kane's office. You dug. <laughs> yeah, that's how lonely I got. A divorce just <sighs> so difficult. Yeah, well, it's it's his wife's fault. Yes, I mean, needless to say, <laughs> with a, with a, <laughs> a little bit the kid too, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the not the victim, but his kids. Yeah. So the student heard rumors uh, that Kane was dating a teacher. Then that's what really did it. She sent him an email advising her to leave her alone, and he didn't respond. I think he meant leave. I think she means leave the teacher alone. I couldn't tell who was supposed to leave who alone, but <laughs> he didn't write back immediately. Yeah. And like a teenager, so I, I didn't. Get, he didn't text me back. I'm going to the cops. Mm-hmm. If he texted, that was how low. That's how bad her judgment was. If he texted her back, she wouldn't have told on him. Mm-hmm. That was the what was too far. Yeah, she should have just waited. He took too long to text me. Well, I, yeah, that's what he was getting out of hand. She thought she had this thing. She uh, she was in love. Yeah, you know how love. Yeah. Well, he uh, he denied taking her to the Comfort Inn once they questioned her. You know, he said yeah. uh, he didn't see. He said I didn't have sex with her. I didn't have a sexual relationship with her. I surely didn't take her to the Comfort Inn. They showed him uh, his credit card receipt and a video showing him walking into the hotel with a girl. Yeah, was it? Did I read this right? Was it $250 credit card receipt? Yeah, for the Comfort Inn. What? The f- what? Which Comfort Inn? There's maybe cheapers he, Comfort Maybe he ends. smoked in it. I don't know. Huh? <laughs> maybe there's a, maybe uh, he got the full suite. I don't know, but if you, I mean, inside the city maybe, but, you know, outside the city... Don't go above 89 bucks. Oh, in Brooklyn? I don't know, man. I don't know. I think you can pay a lot of money for a hotel in New York City. Did you see that the Aster, and this is a little off topic, but the Aster, sure. Aster on the Park, I saw a video in Gothamist. They have bed bugs, so do not stay there if you're visiting New York City. This has been going on for years, apparently. 2011, somebody complained about it, but there's a video. and Man, I'm telling you, there's like... Visible bed bugs. The guy turns over the bed mattress. bugs are visible. They're big. They're they're visible. Yeah, but you don't often uh, see them on the mattress. No, Usually, they, you see the signs of they them. They hide. Yeah, they do hide. And these were not. There were too many to hide. There were. I mean, you could see fifty of them. It was just disgusting. I think I posted that on the New York City Crime Report Facebook page. It's not. There's no crime though. There's no. Well, yeah. There's no crime. Yeah. It's just. You're, but you know, crime becomes a generalized thing. Suicide is suicide illegal? Suicide isn't illegal. See, I'll talk about. Uh, I'll talk about first people getting all, killed in elevators. That's not necessarily a law. So first of all, you can't prosecute suicide because the person's dead. It's an automatic death sentence. So you don't. You can't. You can't prosecute anybody who's dead. But you could get something out of their family, maybe. Maybe you could do that. What? Like a fine? <laughs> just, you have to buy a license. That's, that's usually how it works. No, but um, th- what what ends up being a crime is helping someone commit suicide. They a lot of places consider that murder. Isn't that funny? You're helping somebody do something that's not illegal. It's not illegal for them to do it. Yeah. No. But to help somebody do it is. Yeah. The assist is more illegal than the thing. The assist is illegal. The wanting to be dead is not illegal. Yeah, well, uh, a guy got uh, chewed up in an elevator uh, on New Year's Eve, and he was uh, the, the, they got stuck between one of these things. Yeah, he saved people, and he then... He pushed a lady, he said, Happy New Year, and then that crushed him. The elevator went down, caught him between floors, 
that there's nothing will kill you faster than a, than a bad elevator. And those things are just like, I'm telling you, they just snap you. Just like that. I believe I believe they will kill you at the speed of 32 feet per second squared. <laughs> we'd, have to, we'd have to write the Otis uh, company to be sure Which about is, that. Yeah, we got to ask them what gravity is. Let me tell you another thing. Uh, uh, if you want to wait not to die, that would be an escalator. That thing, uh, that that thing will chew up your, yeah. your, your flesh, like a Bengal tiger. Yeah. Yeah. That, Not that, in the U.S. too much, but there are some really poorly maintained ones outside of the U.S. Yeah. That kill people in some terrible ways. No. Yeah. I I won't enter a building uh, that uh, <laughs> in certain <laughs> countries. <laughs> well, a Manhattan jury didn't find uh, the uh, they didn't they didn't like the the excuses made by this other guy. That uh, was just now, just now. Well, I guess he's uh, Richard Hovan, thirty-three-year-old. They found him guilty on all nine counts. Sentencing hearing was fairly recently. This is a guy who was on the uh, what do you call the prizes, right? He had a girlfriend of uh, 15, 16 years old here, underage student. Uh, he is, and, and and his fiance walked in on them, oh, doing a, doing some things. And yeah. uh, this is a, that was in two thousand eleven. She testified. Uh, the day after the victim slept over, uh, or she that, and she testified in, in the, against him or whatever. You know, in, in the sister, that's funny. Her sister, the fiance's sister, testified for the guy as a character witness. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple of sisters that hate each other. Yeah, uh, he, he, these are the kind of excuses he gave, right? Uh, he, when they, he said, "Well, when she came in, we were doing crossword puzzles." That's yeah, what she was over for it. Yeah, because that's what you do with a teenage girl. <laughs> they know a lot of words. <laughs> And uh, he said, they, they, well, why was the lube out? That's, uh, the cats did it. The cats the cats <laughs> got into the lube. You know how they'll do. Cats will get into your lube. It's embarrassing. 33-year-old teacher. Uh, supposed to be a very good teacher. She was 16 years old. And, boy, he looks bad now, man. He is, like, all messed up. All kinds of guilty. Handcuffed. Taken into custody. And uh, and sentenced. He's, uh, yeah, he didn't wait till she turned seventeen. He did not. He, he did. had a sixteen-year-old. That's a huge difference. Now, why is it that in New York City the age of consent is just that one year lower than in so many other uh, states? States, not states. Cities. Right, states, right? That, it, it varies from state to state. It varies, not only that, but it varies based on the age of the person you're having sex with. Yes, that's true. Uh so. Um, yeah, there's a there's a lot of debate as to when somebody actually becomes competent to make that kind of decision, and uh, no, there's no real, there's there's no nobody agrees on it. Really, it should just be if there's grass on the infield, you know, play ball. Yeah, that's, well, they they called and texted each other quite a bit. Uh, as they got to know each other, he and the and the victim ten thousand times between yeah. March and May. Five times more than he texted his, <laughs> his fiance. Well, she has around three thousand. But the, he he said it was uh, because the, the, he chalked it up to the victim's emotional problems. Yes, he was helping her. Yeah. Well, I I would not doubt that in many of those texts you'll see uh, a lot of fatherly advice being given. <laughs> and uh, well, they call it grooming, I guess. Yeah, that was the weird thing is that I didn't understand from the story whether he'd actually had intercourse with her or whether he was working up to it. He he gave her a blowout. He you know uh, she uh, was on top of him. She was on top of him. 
yeah, they had sex, yeah. Oh, that, the, no question right. about it. Yeah, they did do that. Uh, well, good for her. Get experience. Yeah. When he you're did. young. Yeah, I think so. Well, let's see. Uh, he, the, the sentencing was what was hilarious. A Manhattan judge sentenced him, uh, you know, to two and a half years in prison. As she laced into him for the crime, she said uh, his child victim came to him needing a shoulder to cry on and instead got a penis in her mouth. And that's the unfortunate reality. Did the judge, was that the, that's I know the first half the of that was, <laughs> no, because I read the first half of that, is that? I can show it to you, Justice Jill Conviser. Oh, Jesus, Jill Conviser. You know her? No, oh. never heard of her. <laughs> but here's how she talks, she's, that the defendant is a gifted and talented teacher, and tutor is clear. We have, uh, like I told you, the uh, hate crimes against against Muslims down. Hate crime uh, against, uh, we have a hate crime against a Jewish guy. It's going to be investigated that way. He was uh, sort of like attacked, seemingly for no reason, bumping into somebody. A student was punched in the face at Medgar Evers College in Flatbush. 24-year-old student was in the hall talking with classmates when someone passing by bumped his shoulder. The student turned around and tapped him with the umbrella, with an umbrella he was holding. The I sus- don't understand that. I bumped you on the shoulder, and then you tapped me with an umbrella. Yeah. How is that not you felt slighted, and so you took your umbrella and stabbed at me with it? Mm-hmm. He said, you don't know me. And he punched a student on the left side of his uh, fa- uh, face and chest. Yeah. And the student asked, why are you doing this? And the suspect replied, I don't like white people and Jewish people. Uh, so the student he punched was both white and Jewish. Yeah. Uh, so uh, he complained of pain to his left jaw, but refused medical attention. Typical. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Those white people. Yeah, the whites. Uh, no one's in custody. has been investigated as a possible hate crime. Yeah, I kind of saw it your way. Tapped him with an umbrella. Again, with the verbs, you know? It's like yeah. a, it's a very leading verb. I uh, don't know what that means. I don't know how you tap somebody with an umbrella. You just uh, tap them. <laughs> was it one of those big umbrellas with the big pointy things, or was it one of those small totes? Does would- that change? I don't think it changes. I, you almost, I don't, when it's raining, you almost get your eye poked out about 15 times every time you walk around. So big umbrellas. I think, uh, you, you know, if somebody bumps you, you should just, uh, I don't know, if, if, if you tap them with an umbrella, they're probably going to, they, they might hit you, right? Maybe that's why he hates white people. Always tapping people with umbrellas. Notorious. That's no, Notorious <laughs> umbrella tappers. <laughs> I mean, if you if you reference some of those old bits from the '90s, white people be tapping you with their umbrella. <laughs> black people tap you with an umbrella like this. <laughs> I guess it's a little it's hacky. funny because it's true. No, an NYPD sergeant. Now we had so many people shoot their wives. Yeah. Over Christmas. Oh, this is got yeah. It's so. It's, it's a very it's a high stress time and. Yeah. <laughs> You laugh at me, yeah. but it's a high stress time, and and uh, family offenses go shoot through the roof. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in this case, a, a cop, uh, the NYPD sergeant, charged in the holiday shooting of the mother of his child, the 39 year old neck shot victim, 
walked into the emergency room. Yeah. Uh, after Jose, Good for her. Jose, yeah, walked in there Take proudly. Take a bullet. <laughs> they couldn't. They were. Uh, he was charged with assault and reckless endangerment. They did surgery, and the first time they couldn't get it out. Uh, she might. She may still have that bullet in her neck. Really? Yeah, it's not going well. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, she, he's no longer a cop. They pretty much. You think so? They benched him. He's suspended with pay right now. Yeah, they benched him. He's not. Yeah, that's too bad. Well, I mean, that's 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 another another brave. Um, <laughs> He's getting <laughs> paid force. not to work. By the way, he 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 also. Uh, no, he's suspended without pay, actually. Oh, all right. But he's uh, he's the founder of a karate school yes. for kids in Yonkers. Why why did he have to shoot her? Why not just? Well, I this is my chop her, you know? incidentally, this is my theory. I, I don't. I I saw this story on the news about this. You know, the 68-year-old grandmother who got her black belt. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a little while later, I saw a story about this guy in a wheelchair who got his black belt. I think maybe it's not, maybe it's not that hard. Yeah. <laughs> maybe karate doesn't work. You know, Elvis had a, a black belt, and he weighed 400 pounds. So I, I think that some teachers are not reputable. I mean, I guess a Bronx man's been arrested... Uh, after after boy, this is just such a shame. Forced to shoot his wife on yeah. Christmas morning, uh, because uh, she was breaking up with him. She wanted to leave him. The gunshot woke up the kids. The victim bled on the gifts, bled all over the gifts, putting a damper on the holiday season. Sure. Uh, they had recently encountered some difficulty. Down, you uh, do a lot of family law, right? Yes. And so you've probably encountered a lot of these things where like violence flares up. Yeah, on the holidays especially. I had uh, there. I had a case years ago where um, the wife got an order of protection against the husband, and um, then she wanted to drop it, and she wanted to drop it. She wanted to drop it. The judge wouldn't let her. The judge forced her to come in and testify before he would withdraw the order of protection, mm-hmm. and. Uh, he did withdraw the order of protection, and the guy killed her. Yeah. Just like within a day. See, that judge. That judge had bad judgment. No, the judge, I mean, there's nothing you can do when the woman says, you know, you can prosecute this guy, but when you ask me, did he hit you, I'm going to say no. Jesus. I mean, uh, that one case where you are forced to blame the victim. Forced. Which is what you just did, right? I mean, it don't seem like you blame the victim. Well, There's nothing you yeah, can do. I mean, she's am I blaming them... the victim for for his killing her? N- not really. I'm 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 sad for her that her self image was so tied up in this guy that mm. she would rather be dead than uh, anything bad happened to him. Yeah, I tell you, society, you know. I hate them. <laughs> they made her feel so bad about herself that she is uh, well. The, that she needed him, I guess, like you said. The yeah. order of protection lifted. Now, is an order of protection often? I mean, like if the guy's going to kill her, what difference does an order of protection make? You know what? That's a that's a good question, and the answer is that you, sometimes when you're in a relationship, you don't feel like the law has any place in your relationship. And so when if you get an order of protection, the court gets involved, do you suddenly realize 
oh, what I do inside this relationship is actually, people are actually going to notice it. So it sometimes it does help. And plus, you know, without an order of protection, my husband is in the house is not something the police are going to act on. <laughs> so, you what know, you was. say, well, you know, I can see him falling. in the house. Yeah. <laughs> I just hate him. <laughs> so, yeah. So sometimes an order of protection does sort of at least break the cycle and force the guy to confront the fact that he could actually get in serious trouble. And sometimes the guy's just, you know, terrible. Yeah, yeah. I get it. That is true, I'm sure. I can see this guy, like, at least waiting until, like, can you just get this lifted? And then he's like, oh, it's lifted? Okay, well. Yeah, he was a cop. You messed up. (laughs) He was a cop, too. This guy was a cop? Yeah, years and years ago. No kidding. Well, if you kill somebody and, and, was, there, and there's an order of protection, is it a more serious offense? Um, if you kill them and there's an order of protection, yeah, probably, probably not. But I mean, they could throw in the six months on top of twenty-five the years murder sentence. Yeah, if it's they like twenty-five to. to life, and and like a hate crime is a more serious offense. Yeah. So maybe I thought maybe it could step it up a little bit. No, no, but yeah, an order of protection can, um, violating an order of protection is contempt of court and Mm -hmm. is punishable by up to six months in jail for each offense. Mm -hmm. So there was uh, one case we had that was not this one where um, the husband sent the wife like a hundred text messages. It was before text messages. He left her a hundred voicemail messages. Uh, it was before the phone. It was a pigeon. In one day. Oh, yeah. And so we went to court and we said, we want a hundred six-month sentences. You did? Because each one is a separate offense. No, you, you went in and asked for that? Yeah. Oh, my. What did they say? Did they give it to you? Uh, well, no. The guy eventually killed himself. Jesus. Yeah, if you're a really good lawyer, Does, do you feel- if you're a really good lawyer, the other side will just kill themselves. <laughs> Rather than have to deal with you. And that's what he did. Very similar to when the guy got imitated by Martin Short. Martin Short did a caricature of him uh, as the uh, plastic surgeon. There was a, was a, there was a plastic surgeon who, who, once he saw Martin Short do that, he, he, he not long after that killed himself. He committed suicide. That's when you know <laughs> you nailed it. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, a good impression. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah, yeah it's, not, it's no Ed Grimley. But this, was, like... this wasn't what I was looking to do, but uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, order protection. I had one one time. Not not really. On, yeah, not. On, I mean, protecting me. Yeah. Yeah. After that uh, attempted murder situation, and that went on, I guess, until you know her, her sentence was over, or whatever. She Facebook friend requested me, and I believe that was in violation of the order. But it gets to be a thing where he's like, "Is it worth it to really do anything about it?" Well, know? it is because you you know you have to stop the small thing. So what I say to my clients, I said, "You have an order of protection." Use it. You you have to stop the small things, or it will embolden them, mm-hmm. and they will just do more and more stuff. Next until she's following me on Twitter. <laughs> can you stop somebody from page. doing that? You can't. <laughs> you can block them. Yeah. On Twitter, from yeah. following you, from yeah. reading your posts. You can block them. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You sure can, and and you should. You should block everyone. I have a lot of people blocked. I have a couple of people blocked. <laughs> uh, you need to block a few. When you're in the public life. 
you have to block as many people as possible yes. so that they don't you don't accidentally get any attention did you see a man uh, stabbed several times in the buttocks he didn't even feel it until he got home <laughs> he didn't the police are looking for the guy or what i call saturday night yes <laughs> Forest Hills, 71st Avenue Station, waiting for the F, bumped by a man wearing a red and black checkered coat. When he steps on the F, followed by the checkerboard, Union Turnpike, Kew Gardens, victim gets off the train. It was there the man bumped into his buttocks several more times. Yeah. A, a crowded train is no excuse for an unlawful touch. No. He says if he didn't feel the pain right away, he didn't realize he'd been stabbed until he went home and saw blood on his panties. Uh, so uh, how do you not feel such a thing? There were there were like these large. I don't know. It was a Sherlock episode, though. Sherlock. Yeah, it was a clo- it was a it was a locked door murder, and they they finally figured out that the guy had been stabbed through his belt, so he didn't feel it. Oh, interesting. I don't know. Sherlock is probably the the least popular name given to any <laughs> you know like because it's said in sarcasm only. Well, yeah, unless you're playing Sherlock Holmes. And then it's, yeah. And then it's, and then people are impressed. The hideous stalker of Yankee GM Brian Cashman, Louise Neathway, able to finagle a no-jail sentence, and the extortion plot prosecutors say squeeze thousands of dollars from the then-married general manager. 39-year-old satanic uh, sweetie took uh, something called an Alford plea which uh, allows her to maintain her innocence. Now, what is an yeah, Alford plea? It's not a, the Alford pleas are not uh they don't exist in New York. But it's uh Well, this happened in New York. She oh, it didn't? Yeah. Maybe it does exist in New York. Get find Jim Volk. Is there an attorney but, in the, in the room? <laughs> I'm not a criminal lawyer. But um she pled guilty to one county yes, for grand it means, larceny. It means I'm pleading guilty, but you can't use the fact that I'm pleading guilty against me later. I'm just pleading guilty to get this out of the way. Oh, all right. Interesting. So, so, um, so why would a prosecutor allow that? So that you get your guilty plea. Yeah. And you, because it's still a win. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, rather than, rather than have to try these cases, they can't, the prosecutors can't try every, they, they settle 95 to 99% of their cases. This is actually over. The uh, the 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 prosecutors uh, the, didn't even want to do this. Really? Yeah. It was uh, the the uh, see the judge uh, presided over the case and he sentenced her uh, to five years probation uh, for two different things and that they, they, those run concurrently. But uh, yeah, I believe it says here that uh, the the Manhattan Supreme Court judge actually praised her for her decorum and uh, for in, in court like that was apparently a big factor for him. Uh, you know, the judge is recommending that she not be deported. This is the judge last day, by the way. <laughs> la- it judge uh, Justice uh, Bruce Allen served his last day on the bench that day. And he made the generous parting gift to this British-born lady. You know, she's just a nightmare uh, woman. Uh, over the objection of prosecutor Ken Kern. Yeah, so he didn't. He didn't want. He didn't. Yeah. Want to right. go that way. So, I guess uh, uh, maybe he did want to try it. Well, or he, yeah, he didn't want that. Sen- he wanted, he knew that the sentence was going to be too low. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I say definitely need to deport somebody like that. She, uh, she got a few dollars out of him. She also, uh, she was also convicted in, in by a jury in June 
of grand larceny for lying on a housing application to, to reap $70,000 in rent breaks. But everybody's got some kind of hustle they're working, I guess. Yeah. It's, just, it's just an angle. I don't know why you keep bringing up stories that you you haven't sent me in advance. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I'm very disorganized, you know. <laughs> what did we talk about? What did I? A 10-year-old robbed a $3? Did we talk about that? Did, I send, you, did I send you the link? No. He was going to buy cookies. Yeah. In, in Carroll Gardens, and three men robbed him at gunpoint, threatened to kill him if he snitched. I got really scared. It took three men to rob a ten-year-old. That's that's a dollar each. <laughs> well, it's hard out there. It's it's tough in Carroll Gardens these days. Well, and we have stories. Okay, now I know that we talked about some of these things. We must have, right? We must. I mean, I'm, I'm not talked about, it, but sent you the thing. How about, uh, well, the A train uh, tranny who turned herself in? Did I send you a link to that? Yeah, I think so. But yeah. I was pretty. Apparent transsexual turned to... It's pretty high. Turned trans self in. Uh, the transsexual was wanted in connection with an A-train assault that injured two people. Mercy Crissette of Bedlam Crivescent. No, thank you. 28 faces five charges in the attack December 18th of two uh, strap hangers. Yeah, which way was the transsexualism? Uh, well, it was a, a, a man... Yeah. ...who uh, originally, I believe... Who yeah. uh, was uh, behaving as a a woman? As trans, yes, the other way. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, Mercy Crissette. Uh Chrissy Jackson is a Facebook user who identified herself as the person in the video uh, to DNA info, and now here's the post uh, just to tell her side of the story. First of all, let me say I'm not normally a violent person. There was more to this story that was not captured in the beginning. I see a lot of hate, and it makes me sad because all I ever believed in was peace and love. However, society has chose to shun and discriminate against me. I will be doing the right thing very soon, but in but in true hope that the future society that in the future society learns to be kind towards the Lugbit community. I don't know what that is because. <laughs> <laughs> because we are we are human as well and I'd like to make a public apology and please pray for me and respect my privacy at this time that's in a Facebook post yeah that's a pretty uh, otherwise nobody would have known I mean it, it, it respect our privacy that's a uh, I got to say that's a pretty well composed Facebook post because like 90% of, an, of the posts on Facebook are why people always be hating on me <laughs> I think that's a very well composed I think it's basically what she said. And if you spell Hayden with a with a number eight in it, mm -hmm. then you're clever. Yeah. And and uh, you're, you're on the you're guy. in the right place. You know Social media, doing. keep it up. You'll get noticed. So so you know, Caitlyn Jenner makes all this progress, and mm -hmm. then she's worried that she's she's set the movement back. So she goes and and makes a public apology on Facebook. Good for her. Yeah, well, uh, you think she, that's what she's concerned about? Apparently, that's what she says. Let's see. Well, she just complains. Yeah. She you says know. she was defending herself, but... Oh. We're giving everybody a hot 45. That's what you get. And then anything else is, is bonus that goes up on Patreon.com. So if you guys want to check out more uh, conversations, I think uh, we'll be lucky to get the hot 45 out of this, but... <laughs> 
<laughs> there could be some bonus. Uh, Patreon.com. Uh, uh, Jordan Davis, a patron himself. Is that how it's pronounced? Patreon. Patreon is... Yeah, and then a person is a patron if they contribute. A patron. The lousy, you know, not lousy, yeah, but it's a very valuable dollar uh, for each episode, yeah. Uh, and, and you can set a uh, cap. We're only doing like one episode a week now. You know, we were doing two, but now we do the Kumia show. So you can see it. Uh, please, yeah, if you're not watching that, watch it. Uh, you enjoy doing it. I enjoy doing it. It's uh, it's uh, Anthony it, It's surprisingly professional. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> can I use that? <laughs> can I quote you that? On t-shirts. <laughs> surprisingly professional. Tactics. I love it. Surprisingly Huh. Surprisingly professional. The episode we're doing uh, tomorrow will have uh, uh, newsroom Mandy Statmiller, who's on quite a few of the uh, episodes. And uh, who else do we have? We have uh, Joe Lazito. Oh, he's been on a few times. Great, yeah. Great guest, Joe Lazito. Also, uh, uh, Mike Figs, who's going to, well, uh, he does a few things. That's a lot of the stuff is Oh, and, and Nate Fritzen, also, uh, senior Jew correspondent, Nate Fritzen. Uh, and uh, it's it's gonna oh and Gavin McGinnis the following week Gavin McGinnis uh, who, uh, who who doesn't love Gavin McGinnis <laughs> he's a polarizing figure and I believe Jackie Martley same episode really? yeah both will be on for the whole show nobody's listening show's over one more time thanks uh, Jordan thank you and thank you for listening.